you know, let, let's get back to the police reform thing, okay? Here's the problem of police reform. It is a an ideology that is useless. It, it, is a, it is an ideology that was created by select activist groups who wanted to promote crime because it made them money. The politicians backed it because it, because it solicited votes. Listen, you know what? Listen, if you're going to fight the police, you get your ass whooped. Okay? That's how it is. Yeah, so what? There's bad cops, there's bad politicians, there's bad everybody. Who gives a shit? Listen, you sh shit could get bad real fast. You go to stop a car, all of a sudden a gun comes out. You're in a gunfight. You didn't plan on being in a gunfight, but shit happens. You know, so you can't base, like I said, there's over a million contacts, police civilian contacts a day. If you add all of those up and add, you know, how many people may have got roughed up a little bit, how many people got shot, that's still under 1% of anything. But that's that's bad investigative that, that's bad investigative practices. That that's got nothing to do with the cops going out there whooping anybody's ass. That that's got to do with bad bad policing. Lazy bad police work or lazy police work. That's also in police reform. You want to get better detectives. You want to get detectives that are actually going to do the job. Listen, here here this is how it goes in the real world. You, you know, when you're in a police department, you all come in as a patrolman. You take tests to get to where you want to be, detective bureau, this and that. Just because you take a test to become a detective, you may pass it, but it doesn't mean you're going to be a good detective. Some people are good, some people aren't good. Some people are thorough, some people aren't thorough. But that's that's got nothing to do with police reform. That's just listen. That's just like you you have you taking your car to a mechanic. Some mechanics are good, some mechanics suck. It's 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 the, the you know the luck of the draw basically. But you see the the like I said the ideology between behind police reform wasn't really they wanted reform. The, these were motivated by groups that defund the police, you know, yada yada yada, all this happy horse shit. And it had nothing to do with. Listen, the, the police reform wouldn't have stopped the George. George Floyd case wouldn't have stopped it I mean it brought our, our eyes to an attention of something that definitely should have been shouldn't have happened because I don't know any cop that that said it was right none of us but the thing is it happened you had one cop that that for whatever reason he did what he did okay and but you know what that's one case out of a million contacts a day. Yeah, did somebody pass away? Yeah, but what about the original reason why they were there? That doesn't matter, does it? That's bypassed by everybody. Oh, let me see. They were there because George, George, he was going to a church that day, right? No, I don't think he was. Yeah, I don't think he was going to church either. And plus, he had a long history of violence, but that's forgotten. You know why? Because 
George Floyd, you know why you know why George Floyd situation is sad? You know why that situation is sad? It's not only because you had four cops that should have known better cause a man to die. And then you have these other scrotes out there pretending they're part of an activist group because they're so concerned about George Floyd. They weren't concerned about him. They were concerned about how much money they were making. And the, the politicians f fostered that and championed all those movements. You know why? Because they were looking for votes. They don't give... Let me give you one shit, good one thing of advice. Do you think these politicians give a shit what color you are, what religion you are? They don't give a shit. They're there for your vote. You know why? Because your vote promotes their six-digit-a-year salary. And their free cars, and their free dinners, and their free everything else's. They don't give a shit about what goes on. lie to me. No, you don't. <laughs> you know, who the hell are you lying to? Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're so freaking ready for the next podcast. By the time I edit this effing thing, it's going to be probably two minutes long. Well, Mike, I, I, I'm going to ask you to edit. It was one word. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I know what word it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, Go, go look in the English, English language, and you know what that, that word means in English language? Oh, God. Who's going to get me in trouble? You don't like what I got to say? I got a First Amendment, right? You don't like that? I don't give a shit. Like, you know how it is. Oh, I don't give a shit. See, that's your problem, Terry. You're so afraid shitless of telling people how it is. You just have to one day tell somebody to go fuck themselves. I have. <laughs> when the hell have you ever done that? Come on. Yeah, listen, every time you write an article, you're worried about hurting somebody's feelings. You're worried about that. Dude, that's why the world is the way it is, because everybody's afraid to tell people the truth. No, no, that word is very definitive. Okay? It's like, listen, you know, politically correct, I don't know what idiot came up with that, that, and that, you know, that type of ideology, but it's stupid. You know what? The, it's partially about control, too. It is partially about control. Oh, contr what, control of what? There's no control in this world. Obviously, you know, take a look around. There's no control. They use it to control. What do you think cancel culture is? Whether it's on the I, You know what cancel culture is? I don't know, because you know why I cancel them out. Okay. I cancel oh. them out. Nea, nea, they're, they're, they're all neophytic... Uh, they're, they're neophytic because they, they have no clue what they're talking about. They, they don't. People, like, let's get back to our police reform. People don't even know what police reform is. What are you going to, what, you tell me, what the hell are you going to reform in law enforcement? You want us to do our job and to stop people from committing criminal acts against whatever, you, whoever. But you, you, how, how are you going to reform that? You can't reform... This is how the job is done. This is how the job has to be done. And yes, our people... It's just like war. 
You go to war, and people are killed sometimes accidentally in friendly fire. People get injured in war, but that's the nature of the game. Policing is no different. As a matter of fact, I'm going to throw a real shitball at you. Do you know more cop? Do you know more cops get? Uh, do you know more cops get killed a year, 267 at minimum a year, than people in active combat? And then you want us to be always the nice guy? You don't realize. See, people that are out there don't realize how violent criminals are. You call the cops and you just think the copper is going to come and your next door neighbor who's chasing you around with like a battle axe. What do you want me to do? You want me to consider... There's a story. You got a weapon in your hands and you got to do that. The scary thing about so, being a police officer and when I was doing my ride logs and I tried to put myself in the situation of a police officer with a pulling over the cars and watching that, but you just don't know that you're out there for the license. Next you know they pull out the license, but it's not a license. It's a gun and you get blown away. Oh, yeah, but, oh, but, oh, but, you know what? Uh, if we shoot him, that's bad. But I'll tell you what, if he comes into your house with a gun and shoots a person that's in their house or on the street or anywhere else, then it's a crime. Look, there's certain situations, like with LeBron James, um, a Twitter blasted that police officer for shooting. It was, a, it was a young black girl that tried to stab a, a young black woman there. And the people questioned that. That was totally justified. So I saw I saw it. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter who started it. The fact of the matter was she took a dead, a deadly weapon. And let me give you a, a, a real uh, another throw another ball into here. Do you know a person with a knife can move pro probably the distance of twenty-one feet in one point nine seconds? So, as a cop, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to sit there and maybe get a psychiatrist in 1.9 seconds to say, hey, you with the knife that's going to stab that and possibly you know, seriously injure or kill that girl you're going after, do you want me to do that? Bullshit. She's getting shot. What about situations where you have a standoff or you have a hostage? Yeah, that's different. That's different. That that's more of a that's more of a controlled environment. That's that that shit wasn't controlled. The girl pulled out a knife, you know. And here's another thing, which really pisses me off, is that if you're gonna pull a knife, a bat, a gun, expect something bad to happen. For every reaction, for every action, there's a reaction. Okay. See, that's a that's a problem. You get these you get these 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 quarterbacks. Armchair quarterbacks, well, they should have done this, they should have done that bullshit, they did the right thing. It doesn't matter. You see, here's the problem. Oh, she was just a 15. It doesn't matter. She had a knife. She should have been taught better by her parents. Okay? Maybe that's not the right way to handle things. Listen, yeah, I understand kids are young. They do stupid things. But here's the problem. That doesn't count at the time that somebody's going after somebody with a knife. What are you going to use? So if she stabbed and killed that girl with that knife, does that matter? It doesn't matter because she would have killed somebody. I agree with you. The video, she was going to stab right. that girl. Right, but, but you know what? Every Listen, 
it's not that I'm not sympathetic to it. It's not that I don't understand it. It's not that I'm not a parent. But you have to draw the line somewhere. People can't always be innocent because they're not. They're not innocent all the time. You know? And it's... it's, it's it, see, people see things as civilians. They don't see things as, as, as cops do. They don't do what we do. They don't do what we do eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, most of us 80 hours a week. I mean, that's like, like I told you, wiring a house. I don't know anything about wiring a house. All right, so, well, I'm going to ask one last question. Sure. Viewers. How many times have you had a weapon pulled on you? Oh, a couple. And were they guns? Were they knives? Were they, were they beer bottles? Were they a baseball bat or a blunt object? Yeah, almost all of them. Almost all of them. Have you ever, well... Oh, yeah, no, my, my gun, I can snap my fingers, it jumps out and points itself. Okay, you've never had to fire at somebody? No, fortunately, no. You tase people? No, I, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of tasers. I'll pepper spray them, I'm not a fan of tasers. I, I mean, have. a good weapon to have, don't get me wrong. It's just that, um, you know... I'm I'm older older school. You know we didn't have those back then, so I'm kind of used to the gear I have. Yep. And uh, you know it it is confusing. So, sometimes it is confusing having a taser and a gun on it at the same time. You know I don't want to be stuck in that situation. God forbid I drew, ever drew the wrong one. So <clears throat> I'll just stay with the minimum equipment that I need. You know. And and that's it because uh, that's just me though. You know, that doesn't mean it, that, the, you know, the rest of the law enforcement has to be that. That's how I am, you know. And, and because I've been doing the job so long, you know, I have the ability to know when something's going to hit the fan bad or not, you know. Okay. And, you know, you just have to realize that um, sometimes bad shit happens, dude. And it happens fast. And all you can do is respond. You don't have time to sit there and think. You don't have time for social workers. You don't have time to worry about anything. And, you know, people don't realize that, you know, I can name a hundred times where all of a sudden somebody that you just thought was okay just lost it. And here you are physically fighting them. And, you know, if it's somebody bigger than you, stronger than you, has more skills than you, you don't have a choice. Well, this is a job. This is a job we chose to do, and what the public has to realize is that we put ourselves in jeopardy every call we go to to make sure that the public out there that's listening is safe, that has a quality of life, that can walk outside their house, and and be safe. But you know, by all these 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 activist groups. They're not at, let me tell you what, and I'm going to be honest with you, they are not at being activist groups in the best interest of the public. They're not there in the best interest of the minority groups or any other group. They're not. They're there, their sole cause is to pretend that they are doing something good when all they're looking for is making money on it. Right, right. I mean, here you had, during those riots, 
and, and I just, I, I had a roll, I rolled my eyes, I couldn't believe it. So, it's in a minority neighborhood. <clears throat> you know, they're, they're destroying, you know, the, the stupid ass government and the chief of police are just letting them destroy everything, which is wrong. Don't agree with that. But yet, a truck pulls up with bricks on it. It's a white guy driving it. So why is a white guy with a bunch of bricks in his truck driving into a minority neighborhood? Well, there were reports of white supremacists copying them. Well, you know why? Because they figured if they left their their rocks there, people were going to throw them. They could just leave, and you couldn't associate their group with them. Yeah. This bullshit was all planned out by these morons. You know? And it, it was just... These riots should have never happened. They should have never been allowed to happen. Should have never been allowed to happen. Well, but the, note, I'm going to say, unfortunately, I think we're going to be having more riots. Well, you're, you're, you're going to see the riots and the vigilantism go up. The vigilantism is definitely going to go up. And you got to look at the... Kidding? We've already seen it. We've seen well, cases where people defend... Well, not even necessarily vigilantism. 14-year-old kid in Philadelphia shoots a, a guy trying to rob and attack his mother at a restaurant. Yeah. Um, we see another kids in Connecticut. Listen, you're, you're going to... We're you're, investigating where, uh, in a motel where some guy tried to rob somebody and we you, still don't know what's going on there. You are going to start to see a lot of street vigilantism. And yeah. <clears throat> I hate to tell you, and people don't like when I say this, but I'm telling you, from somebody that grew up in the 60s, when there were real racial tensions... There's racial tensions now, but most of these are motivated by groups, activist groups, and unfortunately, in this campaign, it was act. It was really uh, was really heightened by the media. You know, see, see, people think that the racial tension before all this shit happened was bad. There, it was there. And no racial tension is ever good. But <clears throat> it was nothing like it was in the 60s when I grew up. But what has happened was because, <clears throat> because of these politicians feeding fake information, this and that, the racial tension now, we are, we are reverting. <clears throat> and people don't know this because they don't real, realize and study it. Now, you got to realize that most of, most of my people... I'm talking my family, not my people, people, my family, all live in <clears throat> rural part of New England. And they're so pissed off about all this stuff going on that, you know, that 1920 movement is going to start all over again. This is something we were trying to get rid of. And these activist groups pretending they're doing something good, they're not. They are just re-escalating something that should have not not been touched. It should it would have taken care of itself much faster if you didn't have these idiots out there causing this kind of trouble. Sure. Even with the law enforcement stuff too. I mean people every day are complaining to me when, especially when you go to the store, well you guys aren't doing anything, what's this? Your politicians caused it. They did the Indemnity Act. To, not that they really most of them didn't believe it that they were doing the right thing they knew they were doing the wrong thing 
They just were trying to solicit votes. You know? And that's just how it is. And, you know, <clears throat> police reform, there's nothing wrong with police. You know, certain things need to be changed in law enforcement. But you, you know what you really need? You don't need police reform. You need public reform. If anything, you need public you need public reform more than you need police reform because the public's the public these are the the people out there causing the shit. But you don't they don't talk about that. You know I talk about shit people don't want to hear because it's true they don't want to hear it. I don't care. I'm telling you, they need public reform. They don't need police reform. They need public reform. You know, start teaching your kids the difference between right and wrong. When your freaking kids go to school, and you got to go there because your kid's an idiot causing trouble don't yell at the teacher you know take your kid and you know do what you gotta do with him that's okay. yeah. anyways Mike we have to keep going this is a lot longer than I thought oh Jesus okay I ain't editing shit I'll let it go this way I'll, I'll let the last 20 minutes go free. we'll free wing it for the last 20 minutes Well, that's what we're doing, the last 20 minutes. That's what I just told you. Because you're worried about that one little word. Eh. Look, you can... Well, come on, say it, say it. You might as well say it. You can put that up. I already made my comment about the alphabet community getting mad. I'm just kind of concerned that somebody's going to hear that they won't. Listen, listen. Listen, listen. Listen, listen. This has nothing to do with minorities. This has nothing to do with religion. This has nothing to do with sexual preference. This has to do with police reform. It's got nothing to do with any of that crap. You know? Sure. This, is, this has got to do with, well, what did police reform do? It didn't do anything. It's not the police that need to be reformed. They may need to do different things different, policies and procedure-wise, but this is really, police reform is just a, a term that people make, you know, it's just like a assault rifle. There was no such thing as assault rifle until the, me, the media made that term up. Well, now it seems like as far as assault rifles go, yeah, you, you know, automatic machine guns that the cartels, yeah, from Mexico brought up there. But but, but here, you know, you know what? And here, shot at. So yeah, that's real, real stuff. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> but but you know what? Listen, if you look at the, in reality, those firearms make up a very small percentage of anything. You know, they they really don't they. You know, every, see, people like to scare the hell out of themselves by using the big terms that they don't know. And not only that, but they scare themselves about things that they have no really background information on, you know? Like police reform. You tell me so far, police reform. What has police reform done? What does police reform even mean? What are you reforming? Then you got these these morons. Uh, what, what the hell was it they were talking about? Uh, defund the police. You know what moron thinks of that shit? 
criminals think of that shit? So I'm going to listen to some some criminal wanting to defund the police so he could be so he could just be uh you know I don't know so he can commit crimes you know freely. Think of that too. You know so. Yeah. You're not. You're not kidding. But. Anyways, I, I do have to get going here. I'm gonna do some cleaning and some more work on my uh my regular job. Uh, All right. Nation knows nonetheless. Uh, got more than I bargained for. You always get more than you bargain for. That's why I'm I'm I I am the shock jock of this freaking anchor radio because I tell people like it is. And you know what you know what I base my what I base my shit on. I don't base it on the media. I don't base it on some bullshit I read in the newspaper or some damn uh, online moron talking shit or these activist groups that couldn't find their ass with two hands on a roadmap. You know what I base my shit on? Life experience. Sixty years of life experience. 30, 30 of that being in, in, in law enforcement. I've been there, done that. I've seen it. I lived through the 60s. I know what bullshit went happened on the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, all the way up to this stuff. You ain't telling me nothing I didn't see. And I know why problems happen because I see them. I see, I see them created. I see them manifest into big bags of crap. And I see politicians just walking away from it and letting the community suffer because that's what they're good at. And I don't give a shit what politician does or doesn't like me. You know what? If it was up to me, we wouldn't even vote. Because <laughs> everybody you vote in is a moron anyway. matters like look look what you just hot you got in the White House now you got Barnum and Bailey you know I'm just waiting for some one of them morons to run around with a, a, a freaking clown nose on their nose or one of them red balls on their nose I mean you got the do the do yeah there, there are you know who's behind them you got Clinton behind them you got Obama behind them and you know what their their goal is all about money baby got nothing to do with with uh, it's got nothing to do with the minorities. It's got nothing to do with uh, public safety. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's got to do with them making money. You see, that's what people don't understand. See, people are fooled by these people. I'm not fooled by them. I've seen a hundred of them come and go. You know, they're not there to help anybody. They're there to. They're there to uh, enrich enrich their own pockets you know law enforcement is that was out there and is still out there attempting to keep peace and promote you know the ability to be able to live in your neighborhood not having to worry about every time you go out you know if you're a victim of the crime we're there to at least attempt to try to solve it. We can't solve every crime, but we at least attempt to do it. What do your politicians do? Nothing. They cause more problems than they're worth. And then they get mad when I yell at them. I don't care. You know, like I tell them, I, I could give you a list of a thousand things that I did in my career. What can you tell me you did? Most of them can't tell you much of anything. So... But police reform, that's just a, you know what, that's just a, 
that's a that's another uh, uh, what is it uh, I want to say uh, like uh, it's it, you know police reform is another uh, uh, what is that Hindenburg that Zeppelin that went down back in the 40s Zeppelin. This, yeah the Zeppelin it's another Zeppelin it's just a big balloon full of air that's what police reform is it's just a fancy title for something that never needed to be changed uh, it was a it was a um, buzzword for the politicians a buzzword for you know certain groups that were just out there looking to make money on people you know they say they had a cause. Yeah, you're right. They have a cause. They have a cause to make money. Because if you start researching some of these groups, like Antifa, um, Black Life Matter, uh, just name a whole bunch of them, well, all these people made a lot of money. And they moved out of these neighborhoods. Yeah. They moved into neighborhoods that they were fighting against. Exactly. And so, I mean... Where where is the I, I don't know where, where's the cause the cause the cause right when the first buck came the cause went cause went away you know so I I don't I don't know what to tell you but there's a lot of things you could do to make law enforcement better but you know what you know what the first thing that really needs to to be done to make law enforcement better the public needs to change. They need to change by simply not thinking everything. You know, just because you have a free will, you know what a free will is? A free will is a yardstick to your own self-content. You know, just because, you see, people think they should just be able to do whatever the hell they want regardless if there's victims, regardless of anything. You just can't do what you want. But they don't, they, they don't, they're not like that anymore. The older generation of law-abiding citizens has turned into, who knows? Yeah. And unfortunately, that's, their, their kids aren't learning anything any better because, you know, the, the, the public has to police itself. The police can police themselves, but the public needs to police themselves first because think about it. Why are the police called? Because of the public. Yeah, I get up on the police officer of my town when I ask them what are the big Z tells the hazard or the jobs to we get so many phone calls where people um, instead of talking it out with other people or getting a third intermediary they're being called in to referee yeah you know listen all right you you go I'm going I think you have quite a bit of material there yeah I'm gonna edit half of this out I'll, I'll just do the last I'll just do the last 20 minutes because I'm sure between uh, the, the first 20 minutes I probably pissed off everybody in the freaking United <laughs> States <laughs> Oh, alphabet turn. You know what? See, that's the problem. That's the problem with you. I don't care if you liberals or media, you know, I. you just got to stop being so touchy. It's like, oh, my God, he said a bad word. You know, there's, bullshit. There's a difference between woke and what I do and what you Oh, 
but you know what? Everybody's so sensitive nowadays. Oh, you hurt my feelings. You hurt this. Oh, God, you can't say that. I don't give a shit. In my world, you know what? Say it like it is. If you think I'm an asshole, call me an asshole. Don't worry about political correctness. If you think I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Don't go, don't give me no sweet way around it. That's the problem. And you're younger than me. Your generation is too freaking worried about hurting people's feelings. Maybe if you told them how it was, they could change. You and your working opportunities. You know what? Shut bullshit. You know what? You know, you know what I'm going to tell you? And I ain't joking. Those Russians on the other side, they better thank God I wasn't the freaking president. Because I'll tell you what, dude. I would have 12 big 72-inch TVs there. Each one would have a different news station on it. My finger would be on that red button, and I would be drinking Red Bull. And the first twitch I got, somebody turned into a sheet of glass. I'd make Donald Trump look like a Girl Scout. Try to deal with that bullshit. What are you kidding me? Look at that freaking Putin. He, he looks like he looks like um he looks like Chucky. His, his wife probably looks like Annabelle. Who the hell knows a little squinty-eyed bastard? Oh yeah, I'm wor I'm worried about Putin. Okay, what is he? Four foot one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, well, I'm I'm quivering in my sh my shoes. And I and, and and you know what? I'm a hillbilly from Maine. I'll take your KGB. Come on, we'll go into the woods. Let's see who comes out. Oh, he says. You know what? And he really gets me. You know what? He reminds me of a little Adolf Hitler. If I got a marker and made a little mustache under his nose, he looked just like it. Well, a short one anyway, a short fat one. But he, you know, he, he's got some balls. I would myself, I would just start dropping bombs and shit on his ass. I ain't worried about your red button because I got one of my own. How's that one for you? I mean, who the hell goes in there and kills women and children, and you tell me he ain't nuts? No, he's nuts. He's not. He's crazier than hell. Shit. They're lucky I ain't the president because the first tank I saw rolling up on that border, I would have been shipping missiles, all kind of shit into Ukraine. I would have been sending civilians in there to train them. He, he, he would have looked the wrong way. I'll tell you what, I'd turn him in a glass too. But that, 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 that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> I'm a little rough. What can I tell you? Must have, must have been eating them squirrels and rabbits <laughs> when I was a young kid. I don't know. You know? Uh, that's what happens. But, well, you, you, go, you go do your liberal thing, whatever that is. Just, just try to keep your, your liberal people under control because they're fucking everything up right now. You know what? You're paying $9 a gallon for gas. I don't even know why. We, we got our own natural resource. Oh, that's that's right. That's right. The the global uh, energy. Oh, that's right. Biden's part of that shit, too. He's making money every time 
a barrel of oil is sold, but he's shutting down all of our pipelines and shit like that. You know he ain't getting in the next election, right? I don't think he's running in the next election. You know what? He ain't even running in this one. He's senile. He couldn't find his ass with two hands and a road map. Pelosi, I don't know if she had a stroke or if she's drunk all the time. I mean, I never, she slurs so much, my, my, my tongue gets twisted when I listen to her. You know? God, I, I keep expecting like her to, her tongue to come out catching a fly or something going by. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that shit. And then you got that other one, that, uh, that one that's the, um, She's she's the one that does the press the the, the press uh, releases and shit. God, that she could you know what she couldn't she couldn't lie her way out of a wet paper bag. I, I mean you know she thinks everybody takes her seriously. When she starts talking, I just shut the radio off. Idiot. God, what, what the hell's going on here? Jesus. What the hell happened? Did I like fall asleep and I, I just woke up in purgatory or what the fuck? <laughs> ah, shit. Be kind. Be kind. I am being kind. <laughs> no, it's an interesting time. Yeah, be kind. Oh. Yeah, I can imagine if you were mean, would you be saying? Oh, oh, God. Listen, if I said what I was going to say, Christ, <laughs> I'd probably have the fucking FBI around my house. Dude, you know what? That's the problem with people. You know, people nowadays are just so weak. They're weak. They're mentally weak. They're physically weak. They're afraid to make their own decisions. They need a government that makes decisions for them. They're afraid when shit goes bad that they want to always be worried about this. They, they want all this kind flower power bullshit. Listen, that all happened in the 60s and 70s I was around. Look what happened to that. It came and it went. Just like all of this bullshit. And that George Soros, he's another asshole. Christ Almighty, he's what, 92? Isn't he going to die yet or what? Yeah, the interesting thing about him is he used to own a, used to own a home in the town of Washington where I had to go where I worked. You know, God. He had to deal with over in Washington. And he said, you know, what he wants changes. He wants zoning, want some zoning changes for his property. And he lost. He ended up moving away. Good. But like the small town of Washington beat George Soros. Wow. I hear, I hear, I hear, I hear Skull Island's got some real fucking property out there for it. Hey, don't don't worry about the man-eating lizards or King Kong. <laughs> Probably trying to get him to go to Plum Island. I, yeah, I'd like to put him right in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you get eaten like a, a, a dog biscuit. Ah, oh, Christ. I'm telling you what. But All right, well, I'll let you go. Next time you want to call me one of your freaking confusing-ass questions because we, we always go off We always go off topic, you notice that? Yeah. Well, uh, this should be, this, should be uh, this is what I wanted to do originally with the YouTube thing. I just didn't want to be on camera. Oh, God, you know what? Oh, you know what? Ask questions so when the answers came out, if they were stupid, they'd be mine. Right? You are at the same time, you know. Yeah, you gotta have a sense of humor about it. You know what? 
But no, to your question is police reform won't work. It's not the, the police that need to reform. They need to, and because the majority of the law enforcement, 99% of them go out every day, do their job, don't do it wrong. You got that 1% that, you know, but, but you got that 1% in every group. Hospitals, airports, you always got that 1% in every group. So it doesn't matter, you know? And it's not a big enough number if you really take a look at it. And you know I'm a numbers guy. Statistics matter to me. Any any other bullshit I don't care about. Because numbers tell the truth and everybody else just lies. So, <clears throat> you know, if you look at the amount of contacts you have compared to the things that, the bad things, it's it's a very low number. 1%, maybe 2, maybe 2 if you're lucky, but not, I don't think 2. So... You know, but it's really the public's got to really reform themselves, too. You can't have people running around causing all kind of crimes and shit like this and expect the world to be a better place. This ain't the Coke commercial from the 1960s. Have a Coke, you know? No. I can buy the world a Coke. Yeah, buy a world a Coke. And not anything that comes in a baggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, With a straw. I'd like you to buy some Coke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't buy Coke. I, 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 boy, I boycotted Coke after that stupid attorney made that freaking comment. Well, that, I think it was, Coke, was, oh, Coke was doing the training. Right, well you, well, you know what I did was I made this real, I put a can of Coke and I put, um, and then I put right next to it a can of uh, Pepsi Cola. And um, I, I was, and I sent this out on my LinkedIn account. They had like thirty-five thousand people on it, and um, I said, you know, I put down there, <laughs> and I, I didn't know it was going to get to that attorney, but it was it was funny as hell. They actually fired him <laughs> when they got, when they got my picture because I sent it to the president of Coca-Cola. <laughs> it says because uh, I read an article where it says Coke said I should I should be uh, less white. I said, why? Should, so on, a, on my my picture, I said, why should I be uh, less white when I when I'm already red, white, and blue, and that's the color of a Pepsi can? So I sent it to the president, of fucking Coke. <laughs> the week later, the, the lawyer was that said that was fired. <laughs> Jackass. Who says stupid shit like that? And you know how much attorney for those that company's making? Dope. I mean, you know, you know what? Shut. Just. just why is big business getting involved in in racial religious affairs? They should just stay out of it. You're a freaking business. Do your business and shut up. A lot of stuff is also shaked out as well. So, yeah, you're probably better off not drinking any of that shit anyway. I drink so much of so much of that Pepsi. And so I'm probably self embalmed. When I when I croak, they're not even gonna have them bomb me. My skin won't fall off for about 200 years. Well, I thought that's what happens if you drink too much in there. Oh, well, I, I'll tell you what. I, I drank so, I drank so much Coke and, and uh, not Coke anymore, but Diet Pepsi now. Oh, my God, dude. If, if I ever got shot, I, would, I wouldn't bleed. i bleed out blood. I, 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 you'd have a can, of, a can of Pepsi coming out. Diet Pepsi. Ugh. Maybe I'll have a, a good old party. I'll have a soda. If there's nothing else to drink, 
Uh, you gotta get yourself some good moonshine from Maine. That 145 proof stuff. <laughs> That'll make you see things different until you go blind. <laughs> All right, let me let me. Uh, we tortured this audience quite long enough. I'm sure they're probably all sitting going, what the hell did we just turn on? And when's it going to go away? You know? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard. <clears throat> ending episode 154. After I have completely trashed the police reform, Putin, politicians, small subversive groups, Coke, Pepsi, and uh, I actually had to edit out the first 45 minutes of this because uh, <clears throat> we got into some real bashing about uh, just all our things, and I'm sure we're real. I'm sure this will piss people off, but the conversations we were hitting on before would have really, really uh, made people want to jump off a bridge. So. But until then, just remember, until episode 155 comes out, if you're in a dark place, a dark room, a dark path in the woods, a dark alleyway, or a dark street, and you hear something coming up behind you, you better wonder what the hell you were doing there in the first place, and you better know, have an exit out, because if you don't, you are going to be probably one of our episodes down the road somewhere after they find you in the bushes. So until then, this is Michael C. Bouchard, and I am the host of the Night Stalker Podcast.